All right, y'all. Welcome back to New Life in Christ, a Christian podcast with me, your host, LaQuisha Moody. So, guys, first of all, I want to give all glory to God, you know, for all that he's done, all that he's doing. And, you know, just for allowing me to even have, you know, this podcast or whatever, because it's his. You know, he told me to do it. I'm just a vessel for him, y'all. That's it. It ain't about me glorifying myself or nothing like that. It's all about him, y'all. Thank you guys so much for the support. Anybody who supports me on any of the platforms, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. You know, like I said, God is so good. He raised me up to do this, y'all, and I'm just going to let him have his way. He is amazing, and I'm so grateful for all of the support. I really am. So today, guys, I want to talk about pride. I want to talk about pride and, you know, what it means to be prideful, what the definition of pride actually is, and, you know, what pride leads to, y'all, because it's it's a major thing that we God, you know, reminds us of in the Bible. You know, he hates pride. You know, pride comes before destruction. According to Proverbs 16 and 18, it says pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit or an arrogant or conceited spirit before a fall, y'all. So, you know, with us walking around with pride, you get what I'm saying? It, it really will destroy you. Pride really will destroy you because you 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 elevating yourself above all others, like being conceited, like you all of this and all of that. When no, without God, you wouldn't have anything. Without God, we wouldn't be anything, y'all. We wouldn't be anything. And I have my battles with pride. And to this day, I have to check myself and, you know, remind myself, look, I need you just as bad as anybody else. I don't care what anybody else is doing. I'm no better than them. Christians, we are no better than anybody else. We need to, we need Jesus the same way the sinners do. We need him every single day. We need the Lord, y'all. So make no mistake about it. We're not better than anybody, whether they're in sin, whatever they're doing, it don't matter. We're not better than them. And so many times in the church, you know, we find that, you know, we sit here and you, you judge people when, when that's not what God wants us to do. You sit here and look at somebody, the clothes somebody's wearing because they're not wearing a suit and tie or a dress every Sunday and heels. You know, they're, they're carnal or they're, they're worse than you or whatever. The devil is a liar. You sit here judging by the, by the, the appearance, the outward appearance, when God says he judges by the heart. So, yeah, God said it. He said it in 1 Samuel 16 and 17. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And so let's get into the definition of pride, y'all. Pride is a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements or possessions or also consciousness of one's own dignity. So when, when, when we look at that definition of pride, it's you, you know, taking yourself, like looking at yourself like you're better than someone else because you have this, you have that. We see it with the celebrities. We see it, you know, in the church again, families, y'all, I'm telling y'all, we see it all the time, whether it's a look. Well, that's how people act towards you. You know, you know, when somebody has a prideful spirit on them, y'all, a spirit of pride. And, you know, one thing that God had to check me on and really, you know, deliver me from. And it's still, you know, working in my heart with, you know, because it's a daily thing. Y'all, none of us have made it to the point. I don't care how long you've been saved where it's just like, oh, I just made it. I can do anything or not even I can do anything, but I just made it and I can, you know, look down on people. None of us, none of us can sit here and look down on nobody, y'all, nobody, because I had to get God had to humble me because, um, I really had this pride of where I wouldn't let people, I wouldn't allow people to help me. I would not allow people to help me at all, y'all. And and it was bad. Like, it got down to the wire. Like, I wouldn't ask for help unless it got down to the wire. And, like, you know, I had a situation where something was going to get turned off the next day or I was going to get put out of the house if I didn't pay the rent by X amount of days when I could have just asked for help. But my pride, because I was so used to, I had a history of people, you know, family and, you know, so-called friends and people like that, you know, taking advantage of me to where I thought, you know, they were really helping me. But in the end, they were only using it as ammunition against me. Like, oh, you did this for me. So, you know, or I did this for you. Say they did something for me. They took it as, you know, I, I was taking it as they were doing it out of the kindness of their heart. That's how they presented it. But in reality, they were doing it just so they could throw it up in my face later. Remember when I did this for you? You need to do this for me. It's not right, y'all. 
it's not right. When we do stuff for people, we should do it because we love and care about them. Not only that, but we should do it because of, out of the kindness of our hearts. We shouldn't be doing anything just to get back or whatever. Like, if you're doing it for that, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. And the Lord Jesus, he talks about that. You know, if you're doing stuff just to be seen, you're getting your reward from people. Don't worry about getting a reward from him. And that's another thing. And I and Lord, I don't even know why I wasn't even expecting the, the podcast to go this way of where he's about to take me, y'all, with this. Like, and we're going to go there. It's the holiday season. I wasn't even expecting for it to go this way. Listen, it's the holiday season. So people, you know, they're giving to the homeless and nothing's wrong with giving to people, y'all. But when we give to people, we are not supposed to be broadcasting it for everybody to see. And if you're doing that, you're doing it and you're going to get your reward here on earth from people, meaning you're going to get their applause and stuff. But God, God isn't pleased when we do stuff just to record it and say, look at me and look at what I'm what I'm doing. He doesn't like that, y'all. We are supposed we're supposed to be humble in spirit, y'all. We're supposed to be humble. You get what I'm saying? So, again, y'all, it, it's not about that. Like we cannot sit here and exalt ourselves above others thinking that we're better than anybody because we're not. We all need Jesus, y'all. We need him. So if you're doing stuff for people, don't have no backhanded, you know, uh, animosity about it when they don't do what you think they should do. Well, I did this for them. Listen, I had to check myself on this as well. If you're thinking about it like that, did you really do it from the kindness of your heart or did you do it to forget back? We got to do stuff because, you know, we want to. We got to do stuff because we want to, not because we're trying to seem like this or for cloud or anything like that, y'all, because if you're doing it for that, you're doing it for the wrong reasons anyways. If you're doing stuff to be seen, you're doing it for the wrong reasons anyways, y'all. So let's go to the Bible. Matthew chapter 23, verse 12. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, but those who humble themselves will be exalted. And so that and that's one of my favorite verses, because it's like this. When you put yourself above and just set yourself so high above everybody else, you know, you're going to be humbled. God has a way of humbling you. He has a way of humbling you. man. I'm telling you, I'm not. Listen, I had to go through it myself. God has a way of humbling you. And it's only for your good. He corrects the ones that he loves. I'm telling you, pride, y'all, pride goes before destruction. Pride will destroy you. So let God exalt you. You get what I'm saying? You know, when you humble yourself, God exalts you, exalts you. He puts you up there. He puts you in position. But when you're putting yourself in these places, like I'm all of this and I'm all of that because I got this and I did this. Nah, you, you asking for the, you asking to fail. You're asking to fail. And so Proverbs 11, chapter 11, verse two says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. So again, when you humble yourself, you reap the war, you reap the the good rewards. You know what I'm saying? But when you are up high, think high and mighty, thinking you holier than now because you've been saved X amount of years and you come from this family and you got this and you got that, you work at this place, you you do this for your kids and uh, yada yada yada, like all this stuff, y'all. We see it every day. We see it every day, y'all. And you know when somebody has a spirit of pride on them, we we just know because you can tell, y'all, by their fruit you will know them. And so Proverbs chapter eight. Verse 13 says, to fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. So when it comes to being a Christian, y'all, a follower of Christ, a believer, um, we got to hate the things that God hates. If God is against it, we have to stand against it. If he is for it, we have to be for it. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's just the truth of it. So society can sit here and the world can sit here and be all for things that God never said was okay can sit here and you know be all for it like it's okay normalize stuff that's not all right like fornication for example sex outside of marriage you know people sit here and think like it's okay because the world normalizes it or it's okay but it's not it's not god never normalized it y'all and we're so quick to judge the lgbtq community but listen fornication is just as bad fornication is just as bad and fornication is sex outside of marriage you know what i'm saying no sin is greater than the other 
But that is not an excuse to sit here and live and act as though it's okay. Because all sin leads to death, y'all. Sin will literally kill you. And I am a witness to this. You know, I didn't die, of course, but I came very close to it. Very close to it because I was being disobedient. I was being prideful, thinking that I had it. I could have it both ways. The devil is a liar. Don't play with God. That's one you better not play with. And he had to humble me and show me the truth, y'all. And I'm glad that he did because he saved my life. He saved my soul, y'all. When he brought me the truth, he, it broke my heart, but it saved my soul. And for that, I'm eternally grateful because he didn't have to do it. So, y'all, we got to humble ourselves. We got to be able to check our hearts. You know, are we thinking in the right places? Are we moving in the right places? Am I doing this because I'm doing it out of love or I'm, am I doing this because I want to be seen? Am I doing this because I want to gain something out of it? Y'all, we got to have the right motives. God checks our motives. And Proverbs talks about that as well. You know, you know, you might think that you're doing right, but God is looking at your heart and why you did it. He looks at the motives, y'all. He looks at, your, you know, your mindsets. Why are you why are you really doing this? Because, see, we can fool people and we can also try to fool ourselves, also fool ourselves. But you will never fool God. We will never, ever, ever fool God, y'all. So, I mean, like I said, we got to really check ourselves and make sure we're not moving out of pride, y'all. And I had a problem with pride. I wouldn't let people help me again. I would not let people help me because I hadn't healed from what I've been through in my past. And we can't we can't carry stuff like that, y'all. We got to let it go. Everybody is not here to hurt us. Some people God will strategically put in your life to help you, y'all. Some lessons we have to learn. I had to learn I can't trust everybody. I had to learn that just because I'm good to people and I'm loving them don't mean they're going to love me back. Just because I'll go the extra mile for somebody don't mean they'll do it for me. I had to learn that. I had to learn that, y'all. But everybody is not out here to hurt us, y'all. Some people God puts in our lives to really help us. They don't want nothing from us but to help us and love us. And we got to allow them. But we can't do that when we're holding on to what mom and daddy did, the family did, ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend did. That's not fair. It's not fair to that person, and it's definitely not fair to you either. We deserve good things, y'all. We're, we're God's children. He don't want us going through heartbreak after heartbreak. Don't feel like you got to deal with, you know, the stuff that people put you through because, you know, that's just how life is. No, you don't have to deal with certain things, y'all. And like I said, you know, God, he loves us. He really does love us. So he's going to send people who, who are here to help us. But it's up to us to accept it. Just like it's up to us to accept his love. He wants to help us. We got to believe that he's going to do it, y'all. We got to have faith. We got to have faith, y'all. Some people are here to help us. Let them love you. Like Mario said, let them love you. Let them be there for you for real. Because you can sit here and think you don't need nobody but Jesus all you want to. But we need people in this world, y'all. The worst thing, one of the worst things that we could ever do is isolate ourselves thinking that, you know, everybody is the same. Everybody's not. And I know we live in a life because let me tell you something. I had that same sentiment. I was like, man, everybody the same. I'm I'm better off on my own, not dealing with nobody because everybody's just the same. All I got is the Lord. Everybody else turning their backs on me. No, 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 no. We can't think like that. God is a good, good God, y'all. So he's going to send people to help you. Allow them to, especially if they're showing you, hey, I'm not here to hurt you. By their fruit, you will know them. You sitting here just waiting on them to mess up when they sitting here to love you. Or you sitting here, you messing up. You God sends you a person that's for you. You cheat on them before they can cheat on you when that person wasn't even going to play on you like that. Now you ruined that, what God gave you, because you thought that it was going to play you like everybody else. When no, God sent them to you, but you ruined your good thing. And that can go for friendships, family, and y'all, anything. You up here ruining it and sabotaging it when that person is there to help you. All they want to do is love you. They don't want nothing from you but to love you. 
And it's the same way with God, y'all. He doesn't want anything but to love us. You know what I'm saying? He's going to teach us lessons. He's going to discipline us because he's a father and he loves us. He wants the best for us. But at the end of the day, y'all, he is for us. So again, allow people in. Give people a chance, y'all. I'm not saying be foolish and just, you know, let anybody in your life. No, let them prove themselves. Let them show you. And if they're not for you, God will show you that. And if they are, God will show you that. That's why we need to pray about everything, y'all. Pray about everything. Be anxious for nothing, but pray about every single thing, y'all. Everything. And so we got some more verses, um, you know, being boastful. Let me tell y'all something. There's nothing wrong about boasting in the Lord. There's nothing wrong about, you know, being proud of what God has done for you. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing, nothing wrong with that. But when you take it to the max of, well, you know, I'm like this. I'm so much better than you. I got this car and I drive that. That's a problem. When you're sitting here using it as a form of, well, I, I don't do this. You know, you see the people out here doing this and doing that. And I don't do that. You know, I've been saved from that. I'm so glad I don't, you know, I don't do that. You know, trying to trying to target people, basically. And I know we've seen it in churches where people sit here and do that. And it's not right, y'all. It's not right because, God, we all had to be saved from something. We all had to start from somewhere, y'all. So, again, we can't be boastful, like boasting in us. We got to boast in the Lord. Yes, the Lord did this for me. But when we switch it around and start boasting in like it's like it's all us, you know how people are trying to uh, try to twist it. No, we can't do that. And 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, verse 17 through 18 says, But let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is, who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. So it's not you who put yourself above everybody that's approved by God. It's the one that God approves. You know what I'm saying? It's up to God. It's the one who God, you know, praises, who is, you know, approved. So we got to humble ourselves. We can't sit here and think that we're so much better than anybody, y'all. We're not. We truly are not. So if you're boasting, boast in God. Don't boast about the car you drive. Don't boast about how much money you make. Don't boast about all of this stuff because ultimately this stuff don't even matter. It don't even matter when, when, you, when you really think about it. Like I'm telling y'all, people put so much pride in money, clothes and stuff like that. And I had to check myself on this too. I had to check myself on this too, y'all. Like my money, money was a God for me when I was living in the world, man. And I still have to check myself to this day. Like, Lord. You know, help me to not make money a God. You know, that's a prayer that I, you know, I have to pray. God, allow me to not put money above you, put anything above you. And I thank God that he's been able to, to really humble me and show me what's most important. Y'all, money is not, it's not a certain thing. You know, don't put your pride in money like money is just going to save your life because it's not. Money ain't going to get you into heaven. You know what I'm saying? Status ain't going to get you into heaven, y'all. In 1 Timothy, while we're on the subject of money, 1 Timothy 6, chapter 6, verse 17 talks about it. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain. Y'all, we can be rich today and poor tomorrow. God giveth and he taketh away. And it continues, it says, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides with uh, provides us with everything for our enjoyment. You know, we're supposed to put our hope in God. It says to put your hope in God, not in money. So even if you are rich, don't put all your hope in money because money is uncertain. Anything can happen. But to put your hope in God and God alone, y'all, we're supposed to put our, our hope in God who richly provides with everything for our enjoyment. So, y'all, God is good. God is good. And it's like, what, what is it? And Paul talks about it also in 1 Corinthians 13, chapter 13, verse 3. If He said, if I were to give all to the poor and to give, you know, give over to the body for hardship that I may boast, but do not love. I gain nothing. So you can do all these things. You can shout the church down. 
Give to the poor like no other. But if you do not love, what is it? There's no point. There's no point in it. If you're not doing it out of love, it don't matter. If you're not loving others, it does not matter, y'all. So again, we have to check ourselves on this pride thing, y'all. We have to, and I'm talking to us because I have to do it too. None of us is high and mighty. None of us. So this holier than thou spirit, especially to those church folks in the church, you claiming to be a Christian, you up here, you know, targeting people from the pulpit. The devil is a liar. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work because the same you in the song says it says sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around somebody else's. Seriously, make sure that you in good standing. Make sure you doing all that you need to do. Make sure that you examining yourself. You know what I'm saying? Show yourself approved. Make sure that you making sure that you on the right course before you sit here and try to judge somebody else. And we all have been guilty of it. You see somebody doing wrong, living wrong, doing way worse than you, like doing stuff that is just terrible, that the world deems is just the worst of them all. And we judge them like, man, look at this person. Thank God I don't do that. Or thank God I don't do that anymore. Man, no. Thank God that he did save you. Because you could have very well ended up just like this same person. You don't know what that person went through. You don't know where this person came from. So we can't be passing judgment on people, y'all, because we don't know. We don't know their relationship with God. We don't know what they're going through and dealing with. That's why we got to be careful how we deal with people, y'all, because some people are some ticking time bombs and you sitting here throwing stones at them, you know, making like they're just the worst of the worst because you're so prideful. You don't know what that could do to a person. You don't know what your words and your how you act towards a person can do to them. You don't know. That's why we must walk in love, y'all, even to the people who did us so wrong. And it's crazy how uh, spiritual pride. I learned what spiritual pride was last night. Um, There was a sister on TikTok. I watched a video. And she was talking about spiritual pride. And she said, think about this. She gave an example that was given to her. She said, if you had the example, and of course, this isn't real, y'all. This is just an example. Don't, this is just an example. She said, if you had the, if God gave you the opportunity, if God gave you the opportunity to save five people from hell, who would you choose? And I just want y'all to think about that for a little bit. If God gave us the opportunity, of course, this will never happen. If God gave us the opportunity to choose five people to save from hell, who would we choose, y'all? Most people would say our families, friends, and things like that. But when I really got to thinking about that thing, and it was nobody but God, I started thinking about the people who, you know, betrayed me, who did me wrong, you know, hurt me in ways I never been hurt before. I thought about them immediately, y'all. I thought about them because I don't want nobody to go to hell. How you treat me, it is what it is. It happened, whatever. I forgive you. I let it go because I can't be held down by that stuff, y'all. We got to heal. And so when I thought about it, I thought about them because, y'all, I don't want nobody to go to hell. So no matter how bad they treated you, no matter how bad they abused you, you know, the same Jesus that saved us is the same Jesus that can save them. So when I when I heard about that, I said, man, that's deep. Because when you think about it, there might still be some uh, forgiveness that needs to be, you know, you need to forgive others. You might still be harboring seeds of unforgiveness. We shouldn't want nobody to go to hell, y'all. We, sh- we, shouldn't, want, we shouldn't want anybody to go to hell. Not saying that people won't go to hell. Because hell is a real place. I'm going to say that right now. Hell is a real place. And people die and go there. They do. They do. Just like heaven is for real, hell is for real too. Don't live in this fair, uh, this fantasy land of everybody just going into heaven. Nah. No. No. Everybody does not make it in. We can sit here and rest in peace and all of this all we want to. But let me tell you something. If they didn't handle their business with Jesus Christ and do what they're supposed to do with him before leaving this earth, y'all. Listen. The Father says... Well, well, in uh, Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, the wages of sin is death, y'all. And that's not just physical death. It's talking about when your soul, your soul being tormented for eternity. That ain't no game, y'all. So we shouldn't want nobody to go to hell. 
you burning for trillions and trillions of years and you just starting to burn. We, we listen, we going to spend eternity somewhere and we got a choice every day to make. Are we going to spend it with Jesus or are we going to spend it with Satan? You going to make the choice and the choice is available to all of us. So there's no excuse for nobody out here, y'all. But that's also why we have to spread the gospel so we can get it out there. You know what I'm saying? So there will be no excuse. And the, Jesus said before he comes back, everybody will have the opportunity to know who he is. So it won't be no excuses. Well, Lord, we didn't know. We didn't know. Nah, before he comes back, because he's a just God. He is a just God and his ways are not always and his thoughts are not our thoughts, y'all. So he thinks about all of this. He, he been had it planned out. God been had it planned out. He knows the beginning from the end. He is the alpha and the omega. So there will be no excuses for nobody that they didn't know because we all have the opportunity, especially us, you know, here in the United States. Y'all, there are people out here who, who can't even read the Bible. They can't listen to Christian content. We have the freedom. We have our Bibles, y'all. We have these apps, all of this, man. There's some, some places where people are getting killed just for being Christians. Their children being slaughtered in front of them for being Christians, y'all. And they're still standing firm. They're in basements hiding away because they're Christians, y'all. Persecution is real. It is real. Read the book of the prophets. Isaiah got sawed in half. Jeremiah, you know, the they got killed, y'all, for spreading the gospel. So we listen. We, we listen. That's another thing. We got to be grateful. We got to be grateful. Like I said, listen, pride will destroy you. Pride will destroy everything you ever worked for. Pride will destroy you, y'all. Having an arrogant spirit and a conceited spirit, walking up like you just better than everybody. And I'm saying this to all of us, myself included. It will destroy you. That's why I pray to God that because I've seen, you know, and, I, and this ain't judging nobody, but I'm going to just be real about it. I've seen prophets, pastors, etc., people, clergy members who get on the pulpit and that, like, they're, just, they're just so high and mighty. They got this big, um, big following, big congregation. So they just up on the, on the pulpit, just having a blast. Judging people just sitting up like they just high and mighty. The devil is a liar. Lord, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be somebody that people can relate to. Not somebody that people are all going to love. No, because if, if pe everybody loves me, that's a problem. The Bible talks about, hey, if everybody loves you, there's a problem. I don't want to be that. I want to be somebody that people can relate to, can see, hey, she's real. They can see that, you know, like God really did set her free. I don't want to be arrogant. I don't want to think I'm better than anybody. I don't care how high I reach it up, you know, God takes me. No matter how high he takes me, I don't want to sit here and look down on nobody. Because the same way that he saved me, he can save anybody, y'all. So we got to check ourselves. We seriously have to check ourselves daily because this is a daily thing, y'all. Check your thoughts. What you thinking about? Think about what you're thinking about. Keep your mind on things that are pure. Anything that isn't pure or right or uh, joyous, them wrong thoughts didn't come from God. We got to get them out of there. So the way that you look at people, are you looking at them with disgust? Like you, you so much better than them? Or are you looking at them like, you know, they're God's creation just like you are? Because that's exactly what they are. So again, y'all, we, we got to do better. We got to do better, myself included, because I, I battle with pride as well. I battled with it in the past. God has humbled me. But listen, it's a daily thing, y'all. It's a daily thing. So when you find yourself looking at somebody like, oh, my gosh, like looking at what they wearing, looking at, you know, what they drive and stuff like that, you got to check that. Check that. Check it immediately, y'all. Check your hearts. Check your motives. We got to, y'all. We got to. We have to, man. Don't, don't be proud. If you're going to be proud of something, be proud because you know who the Lord is. Because that's the one thing that ultimately only matters is knowing who God is. All this other stuff is going to pass away, y'all. This is temporary. This is temporary. The Lord is coming back sooner than we think. A year is like a second to God. He's outside of time. Time isn't the same way for him as it is for us, y'all. We don't know the day nor the hour. So we need to be loving people. We need to be trying to usher people in. Not beat them over the head with scriptures. 
throw scriptures at him and target him from the pulpit or or in the world period not beat him over the head tell them if you, if you come to Jesus you go to hell don't no no stop it's not right that's not how you lead people to Christ that's not what saved me the love of God saved me that Easter Sunday of this year when I was gonna uh, kill myself the love of God God using a prophet to speak into me to tell me that the Lord loves me an apostle actually I'm sorry the Lord using him to speak to me because I thought that God didn't want me. I thought that God didn't love me. But the love of God is what saved me. Not him throwing Leviticus at me because I was, you know, I dressed how I dressed, you know. I was in homosexuality. I was the more dominant one. So, you know, I was dressing like a guy, you know. And so, you know, you can look and tell. But when he spoke to me and he called me by name, I knew right then and there this was nobody but God. And that got the wheels turning for me to be on, on fire for God, y'all. It got the wheels turning. It was a process. It was a process. But that was the first, that was the, the beginning stages of me coming to Christ. That's what caused me to go to Christ because I knew that he loved me and I was seen. He saw everything I was going through. He saw everything I was going through, y'all. So that's why we got to love people. I don't care what they look like. I don't care if they the biggest drug dealer in town. I don't care if she's a prostitute, he's a prostitute. I don't care what they doing. Whether they homosexual, own drugs or whatever. I don't care what they doing. Love them with the love of Christ. Love is what brings people to God, y'all. Not us beating them down. Not us telling them where they lack, because I'm sure they do know that already. Yeah, when I was in the world, I knew I knew what I was doing. I knew it wasn't right. Family telling me what that it wasn't right wasn't wasn't changing me because I already knew that deep down, y'all. And that goes for anything I was doing back back when. So y'all, the love of God is what changes people. Let the Holy Spirit do its work and you leave it alone. Again, first Samuel. Samuel. My bad, y'all. First Samuel. Chapter 16, verse 17. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 28 through 29. God chose the lowly things of this world. The things that people throw away, see as, you know, is ins insignificant. You know, people that we think are insignificant. Oh, they ain't never going to be nothing. They ain't, you know what? They ain't never going to be nothing. You know, because these are things that we said, things that I've said before to y'all. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. I'm going to keep it real. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 28 through 29. Go God chose the lowly things of this world. The things that everybody else throw away, the outcasts and things like that. And to despise things and the things that are not null that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. So God will use that same person that you sit there and you judging, thinking they'll never be anything, that drug addict. He'll use that prostitute. He'll use that person who was a homosexual. He'll use that person to show that he can do anything. That's the kind of God that we serve because he did it for me, y'all. The life that I was living, I would have never imagined that God would have did what he did in my life. I wouldn't even be doing this right now if, if it wasn't for God changing my life around. He completely transformed me, y'all, from the inside out. I'm a new creature in Christ, y'all. And so many others have that same story. So many of y'all have that same story where God brought you from. I mean, all you got to do is look back. Look back at all he brought you from, y'all, and it will humble you. When you used to do stuff that you knew you weren't supposed to be doing, you got in situations that uh, God had to get you out of. You got, I got myself into a lot of stuff. I got myself into so many things, and God bailed me out every time. To this day, he's, he gets me out. He's a loving, loving father, y'all. And that's the way we got to love people, too. We got to love others, too. Because Jesus broke it down so well in Matthew. He said, I did not come for the people who were already saved. I came for the sinners. Because when God first called me, y'all, I thought, man, I was like, Lord, you don't want me. I said, no, nah, and I said, no, nah, you don't want me. I'm doing, I'm, I'm out here doing what I'm doing. Uh -uh, go ahead now. You don't want me. I tried even sinning. I tried running away. Not only did I run away, I tried sinning harder, y'all. I tried smoking them away. 
You know what I'm saying? I tried so many things to get God away from me, but he would not turn me loose. And I thank God that he did not. He never took his hand off of me. Even when I was in the world, y'all, he still had my back. He always had his hands on me. Always had his hands on me. And so many others have that same story. Y'all, God got us. He came and pulled me out of all that I was doing. Not me, because I didn't even want him. I was like, Lord, you, you don't want me? Uh-uh. You might want to choose somebody else who already saved, who's cleaned up, because I'm not. I'm smoking weed. I'm drinking. I'm having sex with my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend at the time. Like, man, I was doing a whole lot. A whole lot. And he came and he saved me anyways. That's the God that we serve, y'all. And it just, it just brings me so much joy every time I think about my life. You know, the grief that he brought me out of. Losing both of my parents. My mom died when I was 10. My dad died when I was 20. You know, all the abuse. He kept me through all of that. Humble ourselves, y'all. We got to humble ourselves. I went, listen, we all have gone through some things. So can't none of us sit here and boast about ourselves. We need to boast in the Lord and what he has done. That's it. That is it, y'all. So listen, again, pride will destroy you. And if you are dealing with the spirit of pride, don't feel condemned. This is not to condemn anybody. None of these none of these, these podcasts or anything that God leads me to do. It's not any word that I bring. It's not to condemn you, y'all. It's not to condemn you because I've been there. I've done things in my life. It's not to condemn you, but to show you that God loves us all and that we got to correct it, y'all. He's here for us. So if you are battling with pride, go to God. Ask him, Lord, take the spirit of pride out of me. I don't want to be prideful no more, Lord. I don't want to live like that or think like that no more. I don't want to judge people like I'm better than them. I don't want to be living with my possessions acting as though money is everything and that that's the reason why I'm so high and mighty. I don't care what you see these celebrities doing, y'all. I don't care what you see, you know, these people in your neighborhoods and stuff like that. They got the big houses and the cars and stuff. I don't care how they acting, y'all. They are no better than you. We're all human who need Jesus. We're only human. All of us, we need the Lord. So again, if you're dealing with this, go to God. Go to God. Give it all up to the Lord. Be real about your struggle. Lord, I, I am prideful. Forgive me, God. Forgive me. Get that forgiveness. Ask him to deliver you, you know, from anything that's not like him. Y'all, we got to pray that prayer. We got to repent. Repent means turn away. Acknowledge it. Ask for forgiveness, but turn away. Listen, repentance is not just asking, Lord, forgive me, just to keep doing the same old thing, y'all. It's not about that. We have to humble ourselves. So if God is leading you to apologize to that person, apologize to that person. If God is leading you to make peace with somebody or do right after you've done wrong and you know you did wrong, do right with it. Nobody else can know about it, but God knows. And if he's leading you to do right, do right. Because you might fool people 100% of the time, but you will never fool God. Never will you fool God. You're not deceiving him. He knows your heart. He knows who you are. So, yeah, man, again, y'all, I just want to, you know, to talk to you guys about pride because it is a big issue. It's an issue that will destroy you. It will lead to your demise because when you think that you, you saw all of this, all of that, man, no. That means you you thinking that you 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 making yourself an idol. You making your possessions an idol. Like, that's the reason why you you so great. and so Nah, that's not how that goes. It's because of God, the reason why you have everything you have. It's because of God that you are who you are. That's it, y'all. That is it. So again, you know, go in prayer, you know, about it, you know, ask God to show you and reveal to you the things that need to be changed in your life. You know, the things that you need to be doing, all of that. The Holy Spirit will guide you and change you, y'all. And don't think that anybody's too far gone to where God can't change and use them either. The devil is like, he did it for you. He can do it. For, why can't he do it for anybody else? He brought you out of the darkness. Why can't he do it for that, that drug dealer? Why can't he do it for that person that, that betrayed you and abused you? Why can't he do it for them? He can and he will. He can and he will because he did it for us. So, again, we got to heal, y'all. 
forgive. If you need to go to therapy, get a therapist. And I prefer a Christian one too. But let me tell you something. God is ultimately the only one who can heal. God is the one who heals. He's the one that fixes hearts. A mind regulator. He does it all. So we got to heal, y'all. Use the resources that are, that are here for us. There's nothing wrong with getting therapy and going through and getting the help that you need. Seriously. Nothing wrong with it. But go to God because he is a wonderful counselor. He's sitting waiting on us to come to him and ask for his help. He's here to help us. He's our father. He's not sitting there waiting to condemn us. He's not sitting there wanting things bad to happen, wanting bad things to happen to us. No. Life is going to life, y'all. We're going to go through things in this life. But we can't sit here and blame him. Get a pride about it like, man, I ain't going to believe you. I'm going to turn away from you because X, Y, Z happened. No. Life happens. Everything ain't the devil. You know, sometimes God uses situations to bring us out better. He did it for me. You know, I didn't understand, you know, why I had to lose my mom as early as I did. I didn't understand why I had to go through the abuse that I went through growing up. You know what I'm saying? Having to grow up fast because I didn't have my mom. Meaning that I had to take on the role as that mother role to my brother as well as myself because we didn't have nobody who was there for us like that. I'm going to just be real about it. You know, after my mom died, I felt like I was on my own because nobody's going to love you like your mama, y'all. Nobody. And I might have had people in my life, but nobody gave me that love that I needed. So guess what? I saw another other things. And so, I, like I said, we, we got we to gotta heal. We got to heal. Let people love you. Let those people that God brought into your life love you. Stop thinking the worst. That's the enemy. That's the enemy. He wants to divide and conquer. Don't let him. The devil is a lie. And I de- listen, I declare the glory of God right now over all of us. We will not be held bound by the yokes and, and the chains of uh, fear anymore. Fear to love. Fear to allow people to love us. Anxiety, depression. We will not be held bound to that anymore in the name of Jesus. We are free. People God put in your life, let them love you. If they showing you that they ain't for you, let them go. Let them go. Get away from them. And if you can't get away from them immediately, ask God to provide a way, a way to provide a way for you to get away from them. Pray that Lord, you know, get me away from the people who mean me no good. Reveal to me who mean who means me no good. He'll do just that. You gotta ask him. But if he's telling you that the person that's there with you right now, that he has for you, right there with you, that is for you. Not even relationship, but friends too. If he brought those people into your life after you prayed for them and here they are, let them love you. Let them do for you. Let them be there for you. You don't have to do it all on your own. I was somebody who did everything for myself. I don't need nobody. I do it on my own. When I had people in my life who was right there to help me, but I, I didn't understand it because I was holding on to so much hurt, y'all. We got to let the hurt go. That's not just a saying. That's not just a caption. Let the hurt go so you can grow and experience all that God has for you. Let go of all fear. Let go of all worry. Let go of all anxiety and depression, y'all. Ask God to help you through it, y'all. He will heal you. God, not man. He will heal you. Not sex, not drugs, not money. God will heal you. But we must allow him to, y'all. We must allow him to. But again, this has been another episode of New Life in Christ with me, your host, LaQuestia Moody. I love each and every one of y'all. All glory to the most high God above all else. I, I pray that you guys have a great uh, Christmas. You know, I love y'all. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you guys. You know, God is good. God is God is so good. And if you're one of them people who believe that, you know, Christmas is a pagan holiday and we shouldn't be celebrating it, you know, that's your own sentiments. But I'm going to still say Merry Christmas because, you know, I grew up with it being about Jesus. You know, people are so woke now that where they, they think what they think, you think what you think. But let's, guess what? I'm still going to celebrate Christmas for what it is for me, what I grew up it being about. The birth of our Savior, the celebration of our Savior. And if God leads me in another direction, like, hey, don't celebrate it, then that'll be that. But see, we get so caught up on things that don't really, you know, we get so caught up on the, the legalistics of things. You can't do this. You can't eat that. You can't celebrate that. That's pagan and, and, and stuff like that. When there's souls to be saved out here. 
we're supposed to be spreading the gospel and loving one another. There's somebody that you can reach out to and talk to, save them from committing suicide by sharing the love of God with them. But we're, we're focused on holidays, pagan holidays. The devil is a liar. But again, y'all, I love y'all, man. We got to keep our minds on the right things, not the wrong. You know, rebuke the enemy when he brings that stuff to you. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus and you keep right on going. You keep right on going. Repent, repent, turn from sin, y'all. Turn away from it, ask for forgiveness and go in the way that God wants us to go. I love y'all. See y'all in the next episode, next video. Love y'all.